Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Shares for Beginners. Weekend Watchlist. G'day and welcome back to Shares for Beginners Weekend Watchlist, where we'll be taking a close look at an individual company, sector or ETF that you may wish to consider for your watchlist. It's not a recommendation to buy, but a way for you to learn how experts screen for value. Joining me today is Luke Winchester from Merriweather Capital. G'day Luke, how are you going? Good, thanks Phil. Thanks for having me on. Thank you very much for coming on. And you're going to be talking to us about Ostco Healthcare Limited and the ASX code is AHC. Tell us about this company and what they do. It's only a very small company, isn't it? It is. So uh, it's, a, it's a true micro cap, 40 mil market cap on this one. So a bit more speculative. People need to understand that. But it's a good little business, profitable and ticks a lot of boxes that I look for. So yeah, look, let's take a step back and talk about who they are and what they do. So Ostco is a nurse call hardware software solution. So, you know, if you think about where that might be used in hospitals and aged care, the traditional solution was quite low tech, low touch in the sense of, you know, someone's in a room or in a bed, they press a button, sets off a light or an alarm somewhere and a nurse comes in, turns it off and, you know, cares for the patient as need be. And a few years ago, Osco had carved out a good little niche in that business. But like I said, it was quite low tech, low margin, very competitive. And price was by far the biggest deciding factor for a customer as to whose solution they would go with. So Osco looked at the industry a few years ago and sort of realized where healthcare was going. And healthcare is going into a a much more integrated solution, much more data around decision-making and particularly real-time data that can be tracked and used to make more actionable decisions and things like that, you know, sort of looked at their business and said, what do we need to do to be a part of that integrated solution and drive that data collection for their customers? And doing that released what they believe is a, you know, best-in-class solution called Tessera. And, you know, some of the features of this new system that goes above and beyond just what you would normally see for a nurse call system are things like real-time location services, clinical workflow solutions, and also mobile applications. So Google Play and um, Apple App Store, where people can download these apps and have nurse call alerts and things like that come directly to a phone, take calls and provide that sort of on-the-go care if it's required. So yeah, look, they sort of upgraded this solution a few years ago, brought it to market, and so far the uptake has been quite good. So in the old days, it would have been someone ringing a bell, and then of course it got to the, the simple, you know, press a button and a buzzer went off somewhere. What are some of the data that is collected from people calling for a nurse? So with the solutions now, let's have a look at the real-time location systems that they use. So this means that, um, you know, when alerts are done, rather than being a group-level alert that anyone can sort of answer or whoever's first to it can answer, it can be directed to the person 
you know, who is most suited to take that call. If it's an emergency, it can go to the closest person to take that call. And then um, the other one as well is removing the need for um, physical touching. So they use badges and pendants and things like that, sense locations so that they know when a caregiver has entered a room or a nurse has entered a room, the alarm can automatically be turned off. It tracks how long the nurse or the caregiver spent in that room before they exited and in general just track how many times people are entering rooms, how many times people are using the nurse calls and just, like I said, be gathering a lot of data. That data then feeds into software systems, not just OSCOs. It integrates with many others, you know, patient health records and um, patient management systems, but it provides data. And of course, data is this new information age where without the data, you can't track, you can't manage, you can't make decisions. So it's gathering all that sort of stuff and allows the customers to, like I said, make that more actionable sort of outcomes for patients. And this is for uh, nursing homes and hospitals and other healthcare facilities, isn't it? Primarily, yes. Yeah, hospitals and, and aged care. Um, a few prisons use their um, software. It doesn't have to necessarily be used just for people who are you know, requiring care. But primarily, yes, hospitals and, and aged care. Are there primary markets Australia or are they looking to expand overseas? So this is a global business. They do have some business in Australia, but primarily overseas, the US in particular. But, you know, if you look at sort of announcements where they announce contract wins from customers or where they're implementing it, it's truly global. Even on their website this morning, I was having a look and their last few customers have been Canadian hospitals, a Singaporean hospital, a new reseller agreement in Colombia. It's truly a global business, which it's quite interesting to find that sort of business in a micro cap. So what are the numbers that you're looking at and um, are finding interesting at the moment? Yeah, well, look, we've just come through financial year 2021 reporting season. So they're the main numbers to be taking a look at. And it was a real tale of two halves for this business. So if you think about this business primarily being hospitals and aged care, they're two industries that were hit very hard by COVID, not just operationally themselves, but also just physically getting access to hospitals and aged care systems. So OSCO won quite a bit of work in the back end of sort of 2019 and, and early 2020 and physically couldn't access their customer sites to perform installations and update software and hardware. So it created a big backlog that they'll slowly eat into coming out of COVID. But what it also creates is a very interesting dichotomy, I guess, between first half 2021 and second half 2021. And so what I was looking at from this report was the second half results in particular, just as you started to see a recovery from those COVID impacts. And from a revenue basis, the business has essentially fully recovered. Their second half 21 revenue was about par with first half 20, which is pre-COVID. And then what, I, what I'm looking at from there is, okay, so what does that half look like as a standalone half, stripping out any sort of COVID grants and benefits because the company's already called out, they won't receive any more um, payroll protection stuff in the US or JobKeeper or something like here in Australia. So if I'm stripping that out and I'm looking at second half, you know, I see a, a profitable business that's growing, good margins and the potential to really you know, grow all of those things into the future, revenue margins, profits. And then what I would also be hoping for as well is the multiple the business trades on within the ASX. And we all like businesses that have a lot of insider ownership. And this one's about 47% owned by insiders. Is that um, the structure at the moment? Yeah, it's heavy insider ownership between board and management, and then also a pretty tight top 20 register as well. So, you know, with that 40 mil market cap and that sort of tight registry concentrated towards the top. It's not the most liquid stock in the world, but you know, certainly for listeners who are uh, you know more retail investors, you know, this is a stock where you could come in and, and easily pick up 
you know, ten, twenty, fifty thousand dollars worth of stock on market. You know, it doesn't trade by appointment like some others, but you know, it probably wouldn't be looked at by institutions who are maybe managing, you know, fifty or hundred million funds under management. But of course. That's the opportunity that retail shareholders have is that you can look at these opportunities where your institutional sort of counterparts just physically can't look at. So that's why I always find microcap such an interesting place to generate ideas. And of course, this is not a recommendation to buy and there's always risks. What are some of the risks that you're seeing with this company? Well, they're actually quite candid in calling out risks. And the main one would be just sort of alluding to it at the start of the conversation is technological innovation. They call out that there is a a world where the nurse call systems as we traditionally know it will probably be competed away by some higher tech solutions. And in fact, they actually call out the larger consumer tech guys like Apple and Google and Microsoft even, who are trying to make this transition into healthcare systems with their data and with their solutions. That would be a major risk to an OSCO. But of course, you know, the fact that they identify that as a risk and not only identified as a risk, they've clearly, you know, developed their business and tried to innovate their business around that risk to me is very commendable and goes a long way to mitigating that. Beyond that, look, I don't think you take too many other significant risks, obviously market risk being a micro cap. But as I alluded to before, it's a profitable business. I said before the second half result was about 1.4 million profit. So, you know, if you sort of annualize that, as we come out of COVID and they should have a pretty clean financial year 2022, this is a business that can probably do about $3 million profit, $8 million cash in the bank, no debt, also de-risks that sort of proposition by quite a bit as well. And you're also getting, you know, some good growth. So I think in a lot of ways, it's, you know, a much more low risk investment than many others you'd find in the micro cap space, you know, mitigated by a few of those factors. But from a longer term point of view, the biggest risk I see is that technological innovation and whether they could potentially be left behind. Any ownership disclosure we should um, just put out there at the moment? Yeah, I do. I do currently own stock in OSCO. Yeah, we just like listeners to know, just in case. Of course. Luke Winchester, thanks for all that information. The um, medical and pharmaceutical side of the market is always quite fascinating. There's so many innovations going on. So thanks very much in explaining that to us. No problems. Yeah, it's a space that uh, is ripe for a lot of uh, opportunities. So I encourage people to, to have a look, particularly in that healthcare space. If you found this podcast helpful, please tell a friend, especially if it's someone who needs to start thinking about investing for their future. You'll be helping them and helping me to keep this show on the road. Shares for Beginners is for information and educational purposes only. It isn't financial advice and you shouldn't buy or sell any investments based on what you've heard here. Any opinion or commentary is the view of the speaker only, not shares for beginners. This podcast doesn't replace professional advice regarding your personal financial needs, circumstances or current situation. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.